This is real Lila home, that's why I stayed down I done came up off that boy, look what I made now Like Nike, I just do this, ain't a game now I try to get a job, but they turn me down I know life ain't fair, that's why What's up, everyone? You're listening to The Roz Project, and I'm your host, Ivan Temelkov, and this is where we get 100% real, raw, and unfiltered. If you're looking for your typical conventional podcast, you're in the wrong fucking place. I'm feeling like complete fucking shit, and the reality of things is I did not want to do this podcast recording initially simply because... My voice is really hoarse, and it might fade out at any time or even disappear completely. But nonetheless, I wanted to record this episode because this episode is a fucking doozy. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you will know that I don't just bring anyone on this podcast. The people that come on this podcast are the people who have phenomenal fascinating stories and today's guest DeAndre Wilson is no exception in fact he reached out to me on Twitter directly and specifically requested to be a guest on the Ross project and obviously I accepted with no hesitation whatsoever and I gotta tell you he's got a pretty badass fucking story and I feel lucky that I have him on this episode of the Roz Project to share it with you so without further ado since my voice is about to crap out anyway let's go ahead and dive into the guest episode with DeAndre Wilson what's up everyone you're listening to the Roz Project and I'm your host Ivan Temelkov and this is where we get 100% real, raw, and unfiltered. If you're looking for your typical conventional podcast, you're in the wrong fucking place. I'm feeling like complete fucking shit, and the reality of things is I did not want to do this podcast recording initially simply because my voice is really hoarse, and it might fade out at any time or even disappear completely, but nonetheless... I wanted to record this episode because this episode is a fucking doozy. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you will know that I don't just bring anyone on this podcast. The people that come on this podcast are the people who have phenomenal, fascinating stories. And today's guest, DeAndre Wilson, is no exception. In fact, he reached out to me on Twitter directly and specifically requested to be a guest on the Ross Project. And obviously, I accepted with no hesitation whatsoever. And I got to tell you, he's got a pretty badass fucking story. And I feel lucky that I have him on this episode of the Ross Project to share it with you. So... Without further ado, since my voice is about to crap out anyway, let's go ahead and dive into the guest episode with DeAndre Wilson. Today I have a very special guest. Uh, this gentleman, uh, DeAndre Wilson, actually uh, DM'd me on Twitter and uh, 
reached out to me and uh, after perusing a little bit about his story, I was actually very, very enticed and uh, therefore wanted to have him on the show to talk about his story. And without stealing his thunder, I'm going to officially welcome. So uh, welcome, DeAndre. How's it going? Hey, thank you for having me. Today's been a good day and I'm excited to do this. Again, thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Glad to have you here. You know, you caught my attention on Twitter. It was really interesting because not a lot of people catch my attention nowadays. In fact, you know, after being in the social space for such a long time, I think it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. So the yeah. fact that, you know, your story really, you know, stood out to me was really fascinating. So, you know, let's start a little bit, you know, tell us a little bit about you and who you are and let's dive into your story, man. Cool. Cool. So my name, my name is DeAndre Wilson. Um, born and raised in Evansville, Indiana. So, uh, corn and basketball. Uh, so we do here in Indiana. Um, sure. I'm an entrepreneur. I also have another business called turntable LLC. Uh, my brother and I, we started that together. Um, it's a catering business. He's back of the house. I'm front of the house. Um, if you look at the pictures on Instagram or Twitter and you drew on yourself, that's not my fault. <laughs> I just we're really good at selling our product. Um, but we're on pause at the moment. We need to find a bigger kitchen uh, so we can scale up. Um, but we both went to school, Jeff and I, for the same thing, hospitality. But he has way more culinary experience than I do. Um, during my college career, you know, I set out to say, what do I want to do as a young professional? You know, I got to figure this thing out. And I worked at different hotels, different catering companies, event planning. I used to drive limos. I mean, I've had a, a very deep background in hospitality. And I mean, I wouldn't have gone to school for it if I didn't love the industry. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, here in Teller in Indiana, you know, we're kind of behind the times here. So trying to figure out what we can do to move forward and advance ourselves. So one thing that I picked up is uh, I became a SCORE mentor and we help entrepreneurs um, in our community now, there's a SCORE mentor in every one city or county at least. Um, and so I work with entrepreneurs to help them to rework their business plan. You know, I don't believe in failing. Failing is definitely not an option. So mm -hmm. I encourage entrepreneurs to rework their business plan. You might have to step out of your comfort zone. You may have to do more work. But if you want this, you're going to do it. So um, failing is definitely not an option. We work mm -hmm. to scale business up or we work to look at it from a different lens. Um, so I'm very active in my community here in Evansville, uh, just trying to get this place up and popping, you know, really trying to help everyone else in that initiative. Um, but yeah, man, that's what I do in Evansville. I just yeah. be better, yeah. inspire people, you know, that's what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. And actually, I know where Evansville, Indiana is. Interestingly enough, I've actually been there a couple of times. And uh, you're absolutely right. You know, it, it needs it needs um, more exposure, you know, and I'm glad to hear that you're doing that. But, you know, something that was really interesting that stood out to me that mm -hmm. I wanted you to talk a little bit about is So, you know, you've had some media exposure there locally uh, yeah. in Evansville, Indiana. And you know, you're known as the guy who pushes around a tire. What's what's yeah. what's all that about? So so perfect, perfect. Um, my father um, was battling stage four liver and colon cancer, and he pushed this 230 pound tire around Evansville. That's what he did. Um, right. He was told, you know, you can't work anymore. You need to, you know, stay in the house and relax. 
And people that know my father, he was not going to do that. He wasn't going to go without a fight. And so around Evansville, he would roll this tire and people would say, hey, DeAndre, I saw your dad today with his tire. And I'd be like, yep, that's my dad. And so he, he rolled this tire while battling cancer. Um, he caught a lot of people's attention. I mean, it's not every day you see a tire going down the street, right. let alone a cancer patient that's going through chemo and surgeries or rolling a tire down the street. Um, so he did that. Um, five years ago this month, we lost him. Um, and I got all of his belongings, including the tire I had it in my garage. Mm-hmm. Um, I was unhealthy. I wasn't happy with myself. Uh, I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't eating right. You know, I just was like, I got to figure out, you know, what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Remember my dad always saying, well, the tire is a full body workout. Mm-hmm. You're going to use all your muscles. You're going to use muscles you didn't know that you had. And I went for it. I got out the, the, the garage, um, started practicing with it. I've been rolling it now for about five months. So the first three months, I was rolling the tire at night, dropping it, cutting myself, or not really cutting myself, and like bruises. Uh, I mean, that's sure. 230 pounds fall on you're going to get like a, you know, tear the skin off. You know, just trying to figure out how to keep this thing balanced and, and learning like the physics behind it, um, which is really interesting. Uh, so I did all that, you know, really learning how to move this tire, keep it upright, all the muscles. I tell you, the first time I was doing this thing, I was sore for like days all over from head to toe because he was right. It's a full body workout. Mm-hmm. Um, so around the fourth and fifth month, I gained that confidence to where I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this tire to the park or I'm going to take this tire to our downtown mm-hmm. or I'm going to take this tire to a school. So I built that confidence up, built the muscle up to be able to do that. And so now, you know, I'll just take off. It's like the equivalent of LeBron dunking in basketball. I and mean, he doesn't sure. need to stretch. I don't need to stretch anymore. I can just, I can just take off with it. Um, and I'm so, so that's what happens like, when you set goals and you stay focused, you know, that mm-hmm. confidence is there. So now I'm working towards going further. Like I want to set a record for longest tire roll. Um, I've also learned that rolling the tire on the street is very, very much different from rolling it on the sidewalk because it's you know a much narrow space. So mm-hmm. that takes more energy and more core strength to keep it leveled on the sidewalk. So I have a trainer that really he's a he's a um, a science teacher at one of the local high schools here. And I mean, he breaks this thing down on a physics level, stuff I never even thought about. You know, he's right. like, you know, he goes, you know, the tire may weigh 230 and you're moving it. But keep in mind, DeAndre, you're moving yourself. And sure. so you weigh 210. So really, you're moving 400 pounds. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. So I, I am. Sure, sure. Well, let me ask you this, DeAndre. So you're pushing this tire around. I mean, yeah. what was what was the inspiration behind mm-hmm. even picking up this tire which your father had yeah. and starting to roll it down the street? What what was the, yeah. the inspiration, the motivation behind that? Um, it, so so a couple things. Um, it started with me being unhappy with how I felt mentally and physically, mm-hmm. how I felt, how I looked. You know, it started with that. And then it go, I go on to say, 
my dad was dying and he did this. So, you know, what excuses, you know, sure. do we have not to at least spend 30 minutes each day working out? Um, so, you know, it was, it was all of that that helped me really get the tire out and uh, start going. Okay. Okay. Well, what's really interesting about that and why I posed that question uh, to you is, is that, you know, I, I was trying to see if this was just merely about confidence or this was something that, you know, your father did. So you kind of wanted to carry on that legacy, right? Yeah. Because after all, it was your father who kind of started this, but yeah. it's really more about confidence and building your confidence up to the point to where, you know, you felt comfortable in your own skin because let's yeah. face it, most people are uncomfortable in their own skin. They're mm -hmm. uncomfortable because other people judge them and they're mm -hmm. afraid of that judgment. They allow that judgment to dictate the course of their lives. Absolutely. And what's really interesting here that you mentioned that, you know, I really wanted to touch upon here is that this was about confidence, building your own confidence. And you even said mm -hmm. so that you started to push this tire all the way through the downtown of Evansville, Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta tell you this, most people just don't have the fucking balls to do that. You know, they just, they're afraid because am I going to get hit by a car or, you know, is the cop going to roll up and say, Hey man, what the fuck dude? What's, what's yeah. up with you rolling this tire? And what was really interesting, the reason I'm bringing this up too, is when I was watching some of the media coverage that you had in Evansville, it was just that you rolling a tire through, yeah. you know, a, a very, very busy area. So what did that feel like, you know, when you started pushing that, that tire? Let's talk a little bit about the mindset transformation that you were going through when you started pushing that tire at first. Mm -hmm. And how did your confidence level build up to where it's at today? Yeah. So, well, for starters, rolling the tire, you know, you, you, you get both. You have supporters and you have haters. You have lovers. You get your appreciators. You have all of that. Um, so as I'm rolling, people are honking their horns, they're waving, they're taking pictures. I love it. And then you get the haters who don't care for it, who roll their eyes, who try to ignore it. Sure. And that's cool. Um, you'll eventually be a supporter later when enough people are backing it. And I know that and I, that's how it works. That's how we, you know, as humans kind of work. We won't support mm -hmm. until the masses do. So those that I call haters will then soon love me a little later. And that's okay. They'll be here. Um, but like I say, the confidence, um, I mean, to just be in public holding this thing up um, took some time. And so now that I'm in public and I'm showing people, like, if you're dedicated, look at the motions, I'm holding this thing up. It's really not as heavy as it sure. used to be because I built that confidence. I practiced with, I stayed consistent. Um, be, you know, being comfortable in my own skin now, and I don't have to worry about anything because if I'm ever stressed or um i'm not thinking clearly i'll roll the tire or i'll lay it flat in my backyard and hit it with a sludge hammer about a hundred times mm -hmm. i'm able to deal with so much and i feel i feel clear i feel peaceful you know i don't really let a lot of naysay or really a lot of things people say get to me at all because sure. i know what i'm supposed to do i know how i'm going to do it uh, a lot of people will pass their judgments on you because they lack a b and c right and right their own personal issue so i know yeah one thing that um i actually wanted to ask you without interrupting is okay 
what was so you you started rolling this tire which yeah. was a, a huge confidence leap because let's yeah. face it most people live in fear because they allow other people's judgment and opinions mm -hmm. dictate their decision making you know yeah. statistically close to 70 percent of mm -hmm. americans actually live paycheck to paycheck but yeah. they have engraved it in their minds that that's what they're meant to do for the rest of their lives they're meant to get up in the morning and follow the same fucking routine every single day because mm -hmm. they feel like that is the only option that they have now what i wanted to know from you specifically as you were building up your confidence and you started rolling the, this tire how did you handle the objections how did you handle you know that guy driving down the road and rolling down their window and saying what the fuck, man? Get off the road. Like, how did you handle that, that, those kinds of negative thoughts that probably have crossed your mind? You know, it, it does happen. You know, that what you said exactly happens. For mm -hmm. starters, I don't care. Let's just put it out there. Like, I don't care because, first off, I'm a black man rolling a tire in southern Indiana. Mm -hmm. What in the world? So how I deal with that is I actually – Pray for that guy. I actually feel bad for that person mm -hmm. because they, in their mind, are getting up, following that same routine, living paycheck to paycheck. I want to help that person. I wish that person would pull, you know, me over on the side of the street and say, "Hey, DeAndre, can I talk to you?" And sure. that's actually an element of the tire that I didn't even expect to happen. Is that people on Facebook and Instagram will message me and tell me their story that they're battling cancer or that they're having some type of yeah. hardship. I didn't expect that to happen. And it's people from like California doing it or Chicago. People don't even yeah. live in the state of Indiana because um, when the Courier and Press, the local newspaper did a story on me, I got a hundred, I want to say 101, 102,000 uh, views. And oh, so wow. people, flood to my Facebook now and just share their story. And I'm like, at first I was hesitant to reply because this is a whole new responsibility. Right. Um, but now I'm comfortable, you know, I, words of encouragement, you know, I'll tell a cancer patient, you keep fighting, I'll keep rolling. Um, you know, they'll send me their name, they'll add me, they'll keep in touch. Um, and I'm just, I welcome that support. I give it right. right back. But yeah, that was something that I didn't, you know, really anticipate. And, you know, being, right. Like I said, an African-American male rolling this tire down the street, I, I'm so exposed. I'm so open, I mean, to all kind of judgment and, and things that happen. Like you said, really like police pulling you over, you yep. know, it happens. It's happened five times. Uh, the first time it happened, um, I'm really cool with some police officers. Sure. So they get out of their car and to help me roll it. Yeah, yeah. Other well, four times, huh, what are you going to say? Yeah. Well, one thing that I wanted to mention here is this, we're, we're delving in deep and this is, you know, exactly some of the things that I wanted to chat with you about is because, look, man, the, the reality of things is us humans, we're, we're very fascinating creatures, but mm -hmm. we have created this, this fabricated world that's very materialistic and a lot of us tend to abide by it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, let's face it, as all of us are, are judgmental, we just are. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of in the human nature and it's very devastating because we've created this world. Mm -hmm. And so like some of the things that you are, you know, talking about is like, you know, police officer is pulling you over because you're rolling a fucking tire down the street. It's like, yeah. what the fuck, man? I'm not hurting anybody. 
you know, no. did you even bother to ask what's the reasoning behind it? And that's just said is a lot of people make assumptions yeah. on how they perceive things. Exactly. As they say, looks can be deceiving. So, you know, here's you, an African male that's fucking rolling a big ass tire, you know, mm -hmm. down the street. And what's the first initial impression that people get? They're like, this dude's probably fucking crazy, right? Or like he didn't take his meds. And people yeah. don't understand that. And you know what's saddening about that is this that as a society, we actually have accepted those initial perceptions. We have yeah. accepted that judgment is what defines the current scenario. Mm -hmm. And you know, the more and I, more and more I think about it is, is you know, as an Eastern European, as a kid who was bullied all through high school. You know, I'm going to be honest with you, man. There's just so much materialistic bullshit out there that people are just paying attention to. Yeah. And what's really interesting, by the way, I'm fascinated that you're having all these people reaching out to you, man. That's Thanks. an indication that they are starting to realize that there's good behind what you're doing, that there's mm -hmm. reasoning, there's a rhyme and rhythm behind it. But most people, you know, are appealed to the initial impressions that you create. They don't yeah. know why you're rolling a tire around. And, you know, again, it really kind of taps into the mindset is, is most people have a very secluded mindset and they make, you know, they base their decisions based on initial impressions. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, there's even a saying out there that says that, you know, first impressions matter. And it's kind of like, yeah, but no, you know, it's, it's not a true definition. It's kind of like don't judge a book by its cover right? Mm -hmm. You don't, you don't know. It could be the most crappiest book. You know, it could be full of dust, you know, and that's the same with people. You know, and when people see you rolling this tire at first, they were like, what the hell is this guy doing? And now you've kind of developed a trend. You, you, you've built a, a, a kind of like a phenomenon in a way, you know, that's getting national attention. And I'm yeah. very happy for you, man, because yeah. you know, you're really doing this for the confidence you're doing this, I think in part for your father, also kind of carry on that legacy yeah and i think more and more people need to know about it this was precisely what enticed me you know to have you on the show because after just looking at some of your content i'm like holy fuck like this is amazing we need more people like you that are infusing positivity into the world mm -hmm. and doing it in their own unique way you know Thanks. so appreciate that especially in evansville you know we need more diversity we need more culture we need more people doing cool things so you know that you know it helps get getting up out of bed find that motivation but it's interesting though like like I said though with those police officers like I say the five times I've been pulled over mm -hmm. the time they got out of their car and helped me um, roll the tire which was really wow. cool. the second time he bought someone I obviously had to call the police on me but he brought me some water oh wow and, yeah and then the other three times you know they want to ask a bunch of questions you, you can tell that these other three times i was pulled over these officers wasn't very supportive nor did they know so you get all the questions in the back and forth and you got to go through all that but i had to smarten up fast sure. i tried with one of the police officers to just tell my story he wasn't hearing it wasn't having it whatsoever so I had to smarten up by saying, oh, I'm just training for CrossFit. Right, right. And so that just takes away, oh, okay, we'll carry on. Yeah. Well, it's I, nice to see that, you know, you had some police officers who, you know, saw the other side of the story. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, they didn't assume right off the bat because, 
I mean, with, with this, you know, in this dark world that, you know, we live in is this, there's a lot of assumption, you know, even yeah. said that you've been pulled over several times because of misconception, you know? Yeah. So, you know, one thing that I wanted to ask you is, you know, cause we've talked about several things. We talked, we talked about confidence. We talked about mindset. We talked about overcoming fear. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that are listening to this show that are struggling with all of those things. Mm -hmm. You know, as, as someone who, not to mention is as being a, you know, supporter to, to beat cancer, you know, which is such a deadly disease and, and mm -hmm. it's taking a toll on humanity, you know, share some advice to others, you know, that are going through these challenges, fear, you know, uh, lack of confidence, maybe they're going through cancer uh, also, you know, what advice would you give to people like that? You know, I would say just try. Uh, too many people haven't tried before. Mm -hmm. We were content. And so we have to get out of our, like, out of our heads, out of our environment, out of our bubble, whatever you, whatever reference you use, and you've got to start trying. Sure. Because no one's going to do it for you. Sure. Um, I try, you try, we all try. And I think over time, the world could become a better place, but it starts with you simply trying. I know people talk about, you know, trying to accomplish all these goals, but let's take right. a step back and let, let's back up of how we can get an individual that's put those goals off for years um, or is having difficulty uh, starting their day off. Simply just try. You've got to try. Sure. Uh, that's the advice that I would give is, is you have to find something within yourself. So mine was uh, the tire in my father's legacy, and now I'm trying. I just try. That's yeah. it. People say the tire is so heavy. Well, yes, it is, but I'm <clears throat> trying. Yeah. Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, that was, that was a good punch, you know, to, towards the end is that a lot of people don't try. You know, a lot of people just cave in because mm – -hmm. You know, they feel like, you know, their diversity is, is intentional mm -hmm. and it's, it's intended to overpower them. So a lot of people do cave into that. You know, I want to I wanna say thank you, you know, for coming on the podcast, man, and, and sharing a little bit about your story. You know, I, the pleasure was all mine. And, you know, in closing, if people want to contact you out on the socials, I mean, what's the best way to reach you? I mean, I have my phone in my hand, so, you know, you can get me. Uh, Facebook, DeAndre Wilson, Evansville, Indiana. Uh, my default picture is me holding up the tire. Um, Twitter and Instagram, DeAndre D. Wilson. The default picture is me holding up the tire. Mm -hmm. uh, LinkedIn, DeAndre Wilson, same default picture. I think I'm the only person that may have a tire in their default picture, so yeah. you can find me. Very cool. Well, DeAndre, thank you so much, man, again, for jumping on the podcast. And uh, you, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you. And there it is. That was the guest, special guest for this episode of The Rouse Project, DeAndre Wilson, the tire rolling dude who is just doing good and influencing other people's lives out there. And uh, my voice is about to crap out completely, so... Before we wrap things up, look, guys and gals, I have one favor to ask from you. If you feel that I've given you some value in this podcast, some perspective, helped you make a change in your personal life or business, I would greatly appreciate it if you shared this podcast with someone else. I'm not telling you anything or forcing you to buy shit you don't want to buy. I'm simply asking you to share this podcast with other entrepreneurs or anyone who wants to make a change in their life and business. Remember, if you enjoyed the podcast, 
and you keep coming back, it would mean the world to me if you shared a review on iTunes. It will help others, other like-minded folks, know about the nature of content and value that I share on this podcast and give them a reason to listen. That's all I got. My voice is about to crap out completely. Thank you all for listening. Appreciate you. God bless. Talk to you soon. Get scap as hell, that's why I'm going around. I know these bitches very well, they ain't gonna hold you down. So 